are a lot of questions. There are just as many answers. This is a podcast made for young adults who are learning more about the restored gospel of Jesus Christ. This is a podcast devoted to helping you study scriptures on your own. This is Answers to Gospel Questions. Students, happy Monday. It is so good to be with you. This is Answers to Gospel Questions. You're listening with Brother Lawson and with the Arkansas Traveler, Brother Eric Wing. How are you, Brother Eric Wing? I'm doing great. Yeah, uh, Arkansas treats me well. It does. It does treat you well. It's, it treats all of us well. We're, I'm glad that Arkansas is just below us, supporting Missouri. We're standing on the shoulders of Arkansas. Um, all right, Brother Wing. So this week in Answers to Gospel Questions, we're going to answer some questions about the flood, right? A lot of, a lot of times there's this question of, uh, when we read in the Old Testament, especially with the story like the flood, uh, we we hear the we hear questions like, "How could like why is it that the God of the Old Testament is so different from Jesus in the New Testament?" Well, it's it's super important to realize that the God of the Old Testament is Jesus in the New Testament, right? I mean, they're the same, but is it like as a bipolar thing? What's like what is going on? All these people get wiped out. How can, uh, whereas Jesus is like healing the blind, he's going around, I uh, love it. Like what is going on here is, is the question, right? So let's, let's explore a little bit today in Moses chapter eight about God's mercy uh, and, and maybe how the act of, uh, of the flood could have been an example of God's mercy. So what can he teach us here in, uh, in where are we at? Moses chapter eight. Yes. It is it it does show the that the Lord in the Old Testament is a merciful God. And so a lot of times people say the Old Testament God is so harsh. I'm like, read the Old Testament. You will see so many places where he's so patient and so merciful. And yeah, the flood gets all the attention. So you're like, yeah. oh, you destroyed everybody. That's the harsh thing. Well, get the backstory. So look at chapter eight of Moses and you'll see what led up to it and the patience and mercy of the Lord. He calls Noah, he preaches for a long time um, to bless the people and give them that. And then, you know, that's one act of mercy, just the time and patience and warning uh, that was ahead of it, that Noah preached for a long time to do that. Now, also an act of mercy would then be, well, who's left if the, if those righteous who listen to Noah, yeah. you know, and repent and join Enoch's city, like who's left? You know, you have these wicked people who have refused to, um, to uh, repent and they make excuses for it. And they kind of rationalize that. And you can kind of see it in chapter eight, verse 21, where there's like, we are the sons of God. And we have, we not taken ourselves and daughters of men and, uh, and we're eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage. Like, Hey, we're, we're living life. We're successful in a worldly way. Like what else do you want? Right. You know? And that, you know, I can imagine the prophet answering that back and saying, there is so much more than just <laughs> looking oh, like man. succeeding in life. You know, like, we got a lot of likes on Facebook. Like what, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, there's a purpose to our, our existence and, 
there's so much more that God can provide. And now you got all these people who are not there. They said it themselves. They're, they've taken the daughters of men. They're marrying outside of the covenant. They're not providing an ideal setting for their children to come into this world. We know from the story that the earth is filled with violence and wickedness. I mean, is this a fair thing to let the spirit children of God come into when eternal marriage has almost been eradicated from the world? And that's, I think that's an important point too, because it's almost as if agency has died, meaning it's impossible at, at the time of Noah for people to choose righteousness uh, in, a, in a general way. I mean, Noah's one guy out preaching and he is baptizing uh, people, um, but it's almost like it's impossible for for people to to do this. And like you like you said, the whole purpose that the earth was created, we learn in section forty nine of the Doctrine and Covenants is, is to get married, right? And that's I mean that's the deal. And we know there's a whole lot that goes into that. But if it wasn't for the opportunity to be sealed to our families, God never would have created the earth. There would have been no reason for us to come here to Earth. And so, um, whether or not we we do that here on Earth isn't the isn't the uh, isn't the key. The key is: Are we preparing to be sealed uh, to our families while we're here on Earth? And that might happen here on Earth. It might happen in the in the next life. But uh, for sure, God's giving. He wants to give everyone a chance. In fact, the Revelations of the Restoration, section one thirty eight of the Doctrine and Covenants, I think uh, I think it shows. God's mercy relative to the flood, maybe better than anywhere else. So Joseph Fielding Smith in the Revelation says this about Jesus Christ. So he says, so, so Christ hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust. Uh, remember, Joseph Fielding is, is quoting from Peter. He says, the just for the unjust that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, being quickened by the spirit. Now listen to this. Who were the first people that who was the, the first people that Jesus went to or that he sent his missionaries force to, by which also he went and preached to the spirits in prison, which sometimes were disobedient when the when once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah while the ark was a preparing with within few, wherein few that is eight souls were saved by water. So that's first Peter 3 18 through 20. We learn from the New Testament that that these these individuals that were destroyed in the flood also had the gospel preached to them in the spirit world. If God had uh, anger and, and was ticked off and did not want them to be a part of his life, why then would he go, why then would the Savior go and teach them or ha- organize a missionary force to go teach them uh, in, the, in the next life? So again, part a lot of this is just changing our perspective towards uh or our premise of and remembering that god is a loving god it might just be that we're we're reading the scriptures wrong what do you think brilliant i think you know a question that's answered by all of this is is there more you know Mm -hmm. the people and the wicked people in noah's days like is there more to life than just this you know and (laughs) noah's saying yes there's way more you know and then we're we're talking now is there is there more to their lives now What's happened there? Yeah, the gospel can be preached uh, to them. Uh, God can provide covenants to them, and they can still be redeemed, you know, and, and, um, and there's more to life. There's more to gospel. And so the restoration of the gospel answers the question, is there more? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes in the natural man state, we want to get credit 
for not doing the the work. And you know, it's like my my son. Uh, I'll tell him. I told him the other day. I was like, "Hey, you need to go take the dog on a walk. The dog needs usually take the dog for a walk for about a mile, right? Well, he does, he's fourteen. He doesn't want to go walking a mile with the dog. So he <laughs> he puts the leash on the dog." And they just walks around the backyard for like five minutes. Takes it. <laughs> He's like, I took the dog for. I'm like, you didn't take the dog for. A I did. I took him for a walk. I mean, it's it's like that. Is that that Trey Kennedy guy when he does the middle school impersonation? I mean, that's where I'm at with with this kid right now. But but he does the old middle. We sometimes we do we get the middle school voice with God. Like I did that. I did. Oh, what do you want? I, you know, I'm. But I did all that. I should get the blessing now. That there's more. There's more to it, and uh, and we can't shortchange ourselves on that. Well, I think that'll come up a little bit more when when we talk later, uh, maybe next time about the Tower of Babel as well, trying to escape some of those things. Um, anything else, Brother Wing? No, I think that's fantastic. I just nailed it. We can look up. We can hope. Right? There's we can. We don't have to be define ourselves by the mistakes of the past. We don't have to define ourselves by the current suffering or confusion mm -hmm. in the present. You know, we can look and because of Jesus, there's a, there's a better life, a better world. Uh, there is, there is hope people can be healed. They can overcome challenges. Um, and there's, there's uh, more to our eternal existence. And so there is just more because of him. Excellent. Thanks, Brother Wing. All right, students, we love your guts. We'll see you next Wednesday on Answers to Gospel Questions. Remember, follow our Instagram page at Ozark underscore YA. Everybody, stay righteous. <laughs>